uh, when creating a character, I kind of fix on um, certain emotions that should surround the design. And I kind of try to convey it in uh, in colors and shapes and lines and so on, while also like um, trying to keep in mind all that theory background that is needed uh, while creating a character design. This podcast interviews real people in Kiev and from Ukraine to share their life and work, as well as showing the interesting places, events, art, culture, and economic opportunities in Kiev. The goal is to help more foreign investors discover the reality of life in the capital of Ukraine so that the Ukraine economy receives more foreign investments, which creates more opportunities for the Ukrainian people to have a better future. My guest today is Lolita Kuznetsova. Lolita is a very creative concept artist from Ukraine. She is someone very interesting. Lolita graduated from the Dnipro National University, and she considers herself a gamer, a music lover, and a snowboarding fan. Lolita, how are you today? Uh, yeah, hello. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm great today. Um, Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year too. Yes. Thank you. Um, the weather is nice. And Lolita, what is the story that made you the Lolita of today? Uh, I think for most of the artists, it's kind of the same. So I had, like, I was very passionate about art for my whole life like since the third childhood so i i kind of found it in myself to like pursue uh always pursue and um evolve in that area so i i would just like always draw like in my notebooks in my um homework event like uh wherever is the paper i would like always draw and so so yeah i <laughs> i just go with it and uh, okay, say? to ask you a question that came and was salient to me. You follow your passion. There are people yes. who say you shouldn't follow your passion, you should follow the money. And I notice in the traditional culture of Ukraine, there is this separation between the heart and the money. Why did you choose to follow your passion and heart? Did you feel any pressure to like become someone else, like a programmer or a lawyer or a doctor or something, an engineer? And how did you deal with this whole thing? Uh, well, I mean, of course, there was uh, a lot of pressure because I'm still kind of young and there was like this... Um, forceful side from my parents to uh go study something useful you know how, like how people say like go study programming go study computer science uh so that you can like actually make money but um i think that um like pursuing a career in digital art like uh, being a concept artist right uh i think in ukraine it's uh even though it's still kind of a new market, you can 
you can you can make money there <laughs> like uh that's that's not like you end up poor and on the streets if you're going to draw no like actually th there are like really good jobs out there and really good studios and stuff so yeah i don't know if i were you i would look into crypto art that's like a promising new kind of thing mm -hmm. and i had the best friend when we were in school he used to be like you where he drew dragon ball z characters on his notebook mm -hmm. instead of taking notes in class so i remember that was he was a very interesting guy another mm -hmm. question what is your inspiration especially that you are a concept artist and you make characters as well is it something like to me when i write in a way my inspiration is like in my imagination i see the written piece and then it's being written and it's like a process that is painful somewhat like giving birth and when it's done then i take it from my imagination into the actual world what is it to mm -hmm. you and since you do people do you get inspired by looking at people in the metro and in the streets or is it from imaginary characters or from japanese art or how yeah um i think i get inspiration from like anything i get a lot of uh like i get a lot of inspiration also from looking uh at another people's art like uh in terms of style even how they um even their approach to like small details and stuff but yeah i i loved taking uh like i loved sketching people uh while just sitting in cafes and like on the subway but with a COVID situation i can't really do it right now so i just i just kind of try to um keep um i don't know keep uh in in touch with sketching if i can say so uh with um uh, by browsing websites that provide like uh, photo drawing classes if you know what i mean like there are those drawing sessions online and stuff yes i understand what you mean and you're correct if you'll be drawing people all be all you'll be drawing is hair and some masks nowadays so in during mm -hmm. covid it's not a good time and another thing, you love gaming. What is gaming to you? Is it like an escape into an alternative alternative reality that is more exciting and better? Or is it just something you grew up doing so it's somewhat of a habit? Or what is the meaning and the passion and the joy that gaming brings to you? Escaping to an alternate reality is kind of a bit of a strong word for this, I think. But uh i i don't know i used to like i uh play video games most of my free time i don't i don't really have free time but uh i i usually go and like open another video game if i can but um mostly it's because uh it's like in, in a in a whole covid situation it's uh one of the best way to keep uh in touch with my friends because they also play video games a lot and we just go online and play whatever we can and have fun but yeah i also think that depends on whatever game i choose because some can be really immersive and some can be just like team play for fun in a free time what are your favorite games that you have a sense of community to belong to i'm really curious about what people in ukraine especially gamers are into and 
2021 already uh oh yeah it's 2021 uh well um personally i loved um a game that came out like a year ago or so uh, in summer should be uh on nintendo switch which is called fire emblem uh three houses fire emblem whatever yeah i also made like a lot of fun art for that for for, for that one uh but it's not an online game so yeah among online games i think my favorite one is apex legends and and uh yeah i think that that's that's my top one okay and normally you know gamers and concept artists and, and all that are very very introverted do you consider yourself an introvert and how because normally introverts aren't into extreme sports and snowboarding and all that although you are can you just speak about how that works within your personality and what kind of person you are uh well i don't think i'm introverted uh and like also my mbti type is extrovert so yeah uh whatever um i i i can be like reserved at times i think because um all people need uh like the moments that where they can be alone uh for me it's just like i don't know i just need a bit of extra time to be alone i guess uh, but yeah, I think I'm a really uh, outgoing person. Uh, I mm, I make friends easily. Like I also get invited to the parties a lot, but I don't go because it's COVID. Whatever. <laughs> I used to get invited to the parties, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think I'm like that closed. Yes. <laughs> but it's a misconception, actually, because introverts doesn't mean they're shy or close. It means if they spend a lot of time with people, they feel tired. While extroverts, if they stay alone, they feel hopeless and they need people to have company in order to feel yeah. energized. But because yeah. of this feeling of draining of being around people, many introverts become shy and timid because they don't spend too much time around people but it's not related it's only an energy thing like i'm an introvert but i love being with people i can make friends and communicate and what are your secrets expats foreigners who come to kiev might find it difficult to make new acquaintances while you went from dnipro to kiev and became a popular girl somewhat what was your process how do you do it when you are meeting friends, like, where do you go? How does it happen? For this, I'm actually really thankful to um, to, the, to my group because um, I originally moved to Kiev to actually study concept design and concept art, like, on a professional level. Uh, and I um, was enrolled to, like, a local... Uh, like how do I say that? Uh, to a local course program, which is called Projector. It's uh, I think it's one of the most popular in Kiev. But yeah, uh, so um, I think they also knew that 
they should expect like really introverted people coming to the to this course so they came up with a lot of activities at the very beginning uh to like uh, i mean team activities right uh to like um to help us to get to know each other uh so yeah and since it's Ukraine, uh, most of the activities were involved uh, with drinking, but whatever. Yeah, um, that's not really a stereotype. Should, shouldn't be, but yeah. Um, and I don't know, I just kind of, uh, thanks to that, I kind of got really close to everyone in the group. And they were like Kiev citizens, so... Thanks to that, also I um, found my way uh, found my way around the city, like quickly. I understand. So, because you went to those courses and trainings in Kiev, who understood mm. that people will be reserved and introverted, so they created team building activities and drinking events, <laughs> and then those people you were able to build a connection. Yeah. And your English is, is really, really good. I'm impressed. Mm -hmm. I salute you. You're very smart. And Thank you. what is your process like? Because what happened is, and I say this often, but it's important because I would like to develop and en encourage English speaking in Ukraine because I noticed people would spend like 15 years learning English, yet they don't okay. feel comfortable having a conversation oh, while... Okay. For you, it's flowing. Is it like the video games? That's a secret. Everyone should be a gamer and they'll be um, speaking English like you are, like a girl from Orange County in California. <laughs> or, or what is your process of learning the language and mastering it, although you're not living somewhere where English is the native tongue? Yeah, okay, I see. Um, well, actually, the first thing about video games is that I almost never use the voice chat. Like, I, I try not to talk to people in video games because there's this um, really not not friendly community sometimes, but I think that's a topic for um, something, another, <laughs> completely. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I listen, I listen a lot. To music in English and I think that really helps to understand the language because in my opinion music plays like a, a huge part in learning any language like if you if you learn English you can listen to songs in English if you learn German like songs in German and so on uh, yeah but also um, so I, I talked to a lot of uh, friends uh, foreign friends uh, who besides that and like actually learning English in the school, I I don't think I I used um any other um help or sources to learn English. Now I'm thinking I have a friend. His name is Idahozanes, and he's a mimic. What he calls himself that, which means he can listen to any language, and he can have a perfect accent repeating those words, even if he doesn't understand anything. Like, if he hears a Japanese person speaking, he can repeat with a perfect accent or a Russian person or um, a Navajo from a native, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Native Americans. And yeah. so I am wondering about you. Are you someone with a really refined and sensitive sen uh, sense of sound and music? And do you play or did you used to play any instruments? 
uh, I never thought about it this way. So I, I'm I'm not even sure if I can give like uh, a right away answer. But uh, I used to play drums for uh, like in in my middle school probably. Like it was a long long time ago. So I already forgot everything. But um, hmm. I, I don't think I would be like I would be able to listen to a foreign word and repeat it perfectly like within with a perfect pronunciation and stuff like that's very impressive <laughs> it's really cool for okay me. then I will ask a different way about your creative process because later when I will end I will ask exactly what is it to be a concept artist, what do you do, etc. But in the beginning, I'm trying to learn about you as a person. So now, what is your process to create something like a a concept or character? First, is it visual? Are you a highly visual person or more of expressing emotions through the uh, concepts and the art? Or even sounds, maybe you're like Mozart, who used to see sounds as colors (laughs) or... You know, I I spoke to a professor of design from uh, the country, Colombia, and he has 15 years of experience as a professor, but he wasn't visual at all. To him, design was conveying emotions through shapes and colors. And therefore, he focused on two emotions that said all human beings feel, which are fear and love. And to him designs were about creating a shared moment between the person who is creating the design and the person who sees it that they Mm -hmm. will have an emotional connection and he was not visual at all to him it was all emotion while like mozart to him music was actually colors that's how he created his um, art and to you maybe since you are so good at picking up languages and um like your accent is very good which makes me think maybe it's not the visual that is a dominant in you can you comment on your own creative process in an internal way well i i I think um when it comes to my creative process uh i rely mostly on um creating like emotions between a creator and the viewer in a Mozart way, but um, but but just really, uh, when creating a character, I kind of fix on um, certain emotions that should surround the design, and I kind of try to convey it in uh, in colors and shapes and lines and so on, while also like um, trying to keep in mind all that. Um, theory background that is needed uh while creating a character design yeah so um i i, I don't really um how, how, how do i even say it um um I, I don't really go with um something really abstract uh or something really metaphorical i try to like get um a a very elaborate design at the end if if that makes sense i hope that makes sense so you go for concreteness over yes. vagueness and being conceptual i understand yeah. 
you're more are you more than of a practical person or you understand that design should be practical so that you get paid and that's why you focus on it 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 also depends but if i uh if i say if i do a a character design for myself not for a job uh, then i'll probably go with something um yeah which is like that that's uh obviously more more personal and relatable but if I do a design for a job, uh, that would be like obviously something that um, um, a, a wide uh, crowd, no, no, not not crowd, sorry, wide um, uh, auditory would like. Um, a lot of people would like, right? So. Audience. Audience. Yes, this is the word. Thank you. You're welcome. And that's very, very fascinating. So you as a person, I imagine that you have a lot of emotions. You're pretty sensitive, maybe an empath even. Is this correct? And I imagine that's like your life is like snowboarding, where you're flowing through the emotions and going through them and in flow. So can you speak about that emotional side? And what is your favorite thing, really, that favorite experience about the act and the joy of snowboarding? Snowboarding. Um, well, uh, actually, I, I kind of miss snowboarding because uh, we don't really have snow in Ukraine for the... We didn't have snow for you know, in ukraine for the past years so i didn't really get a chance but yeah uh whatever but um for me snowboarding is like i don't know i'm not very like extreme uh when snowboarding because i don't go too fast or i don't go i don't do like sick uh tricks or something uh but i i don't know there's like this feeling of um it's it's i think it should be like similar to surfing but i'm not entirely sure but it just kind of gets you free in some sense uh because like all those emotions that you feel while going down the mountain is kind of it's really good and refreshing I imagine that you enjoy experiences that fill you with emotion and then you translate that into concepts and art. So in a way, you are a translator that takes in emotions and then brings it back forth or amuse, like in the Greek uh, mythology. Uh Another thing, I feel you are someone very unique and therefore I'm thinking, Maybe, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you are someone who has many acquaintances, but you don't feel that close friendship with many people because you can't can't totally relate to everyone and you don't feel everyone can truly understand you. Is this correct? Or are you someone who can totally make close, deep bonds uh, with people and you're a social butterfly who is in touch with the humanity of everyone and you have become best friends with many i think i relate to the first statement more but uh, that part about like um 
feeling that I can relate to a lot of people, but not a lot of people can relate to me. It's just, I don't know. It, um, I thought about it like some time ago, but I just try not to dwell on it for too long. Cause and like I just I just try to make friends without thinking about it. Like oh my god, they don't understand me. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, let's be friends like forever, golf or something. Like um, I, I just I I don't let this part uh, of like very deep emotional connection get in the way of uh, making good friends. You know what I'm saying? I understand what you mean, one hundred percent. And now All let's right. speak about your work. What is exactly your work? Like if a company wants to hire you or someone who could be interested, what do you do exactly? And what kind of companies do you work with? Oh, um, so right now uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm working like uh, f- I'm, I'm freelancing. Yeah, that's the word. Uh, but mm-hmm. the last work I did was for a studio. Uh, which, uh, oh, I don't know if I can say it actually. Um, it was an animation snippet and I was, uh, like, uh, yeah, I was, I was paid to create a character design for an, uh, for an animation, which was like really stylized and cartoonish and it was kind of fun to do. Uh, but, uh, before that. Yeah, I worked on different stuff, uh, really, like, really different stuff, because uh, it would be, like, it would go from, yeah, stylized cartoons, uh, stylized, I mean, concept for characters, for cartoons, not actual cartoons, uh, to, like, uh, polished video game uh, concepts. I don't really work on, like, uh, final, final like, rendered illustrations. Uh, because, like, while studying, I don't really have time for that, but whatever. Uh, and Okay, if last... I understood you correctly, can you even create, like, the proto version, the prototype of a video game? Or are you basically just the person who creates the characters, where, whether in 2D or 3D, and then you let them take it from there and polish it and do the work? Like, if someone came to you and they wanted... Um, like a small concept video game uh, snippet, is that possible? Or you're just focused characters, textures of character clothes and the details and their bodies, faces, all that? Uh, Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, if if somebody came to me and was like, can we get like a concept of a game? I don't think I would be able to do that. But I was working with uh, with people who offered to make um, how do you say this in English like um, a, a storyboard for for an advertisement. I think that was a thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Should I explain what storyboard is? Is like. Um, yeah, it's better. I mean, I understand that it is very cool. Even for writing, we should use it. But explain it, since it's a very Hollywood thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, basically, storyboards are uh, small sketches in frames that uh, tell 
uh, a sequence of events for like yeah whether it's animation like uh, it's also used for movies for advertisement for uh, cutscenes in video games and so on like in in music videos like I think everyone uh, everyone needs at some point of a production like um, uh, storyboard but that's interesting now tell me in storyboarding what story structure do you follow or is it intuitive like do you have a kind of exact structure that you follow sometimes like the hero's journey or something like that or is it because you watch so many cartoons and so many video games it's uh, subconscious that you know exactly the flow of stories and a storyboard uh well so to be honest i'm not like my main job is not a storyboardist so I'm more of a concept character artist, but when it comes to storyboards, I think it's, um, I really think it's up to a, like, employer, because <laughs> um, it's better if they tell you in details what exactly do they want, uh, do they want from a snippet. So uh, this way, it's like really way more easier to create a storyboard, but. Um, I don't. I can't really say there's like a lot of um, free free choice. Like at least in in my experience, it which was once uh, there wasn't really a lot of a lot of room for uh, free imagination. So I had to kind of follow the uh, really strict outline for this storyboard. Thank you. And to make sure I understand correctly, so if people need any character concepts or character design that mm -hmm. is both what you enjoy most and what you do as a freelancer correct yes great and we missed something that i'm curious about you mm -hmm. lived a long time in dnipro as well as had experience living in kiev can you speak about those first days when you moved from dnipro to kiev how was that experience and compare the people and life in Dnipro compared to the capital? I gotta admit, I liked Kiev way more because <laughs> I lived most of my life in Dnipro, which is like a really industrial city. And I can't really say there's a lot of things to see. Um, maybe, maybe that's because I know everything basically at this point, but... Um, I think Kiev is way bigger and the like art market is huge like there's a lot of inspiring artists designers like actors musicians like all sorts of people you can meet uh that are connected with art in like any way you can you can find them in Kiev <laughs> like they're so cool I had this really good impression of the city and people who live there like they're fascinating like i loved it but um when it actually comes to comparing people in kiev and Dnipro, i think um hmm i don't know in kiev there's this feeling that people um kind of know what they expect from the future probably something like that because i can't say i found that in Dnipro ever yes yeah. that's you know what i mean i hope 
Yes. So to you, you feel that people in Dnipro are more laid back, maybe like the stereotype of Italian or Spanish people who have siesta and they just flow with the day without a goal for the future. Yeah. While in Kiev, people are on the go, 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 because they have their goals and they know what they want from the future and from life. And they're highly productive and more focused on work yeah. and on achievement. Did I understand correctly? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. And since you like Kiev, what are your favorite locations or places in Kiev? As well as where are the favorite hanging, you know, grounds for artists and all those interesting people you spoke about? So in general, like maybe you like a street or a park or a location that you like to go to, as well as what are the places to meet the artists and the interesting people? Oh, God. Um, actually, in my two years in Kiev, I got, like, I couldn't even see the whole city, like, the to, um, to explore the whole city. And for some reason, all the names are mixed right now. But... Yeah, since since Kiev is a capital, I think you can you can find a lot of like great places to hang out in the city center and in the districts around it, basically, because that's where all the I don't know all the party starts. Um, but um, uh, for artists specifically, there's that place which is called. I zone which has a platform as a second name for it i think i can't like look it up right now i'm sorry but uh it's also like uh near the city center uh not 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 far away on the subway if you take it but um yeah i've been there a couple of times there's uh, a really good crowd they also offer to oh yeah they, they also offer the evenings of like live action drawing uh, where you can just bring your stuff, uh, sit down and, and draw from like a mo model that they invite to pose. Uh, but and that's very interesting. I I'm yeah. sure since you said the names are mixed up, so I'll try to be even more helpful. And I'm sure that people will contact you if, if they are curious about... <laughs> these places and now you are somewhat i feel you feel stuck in dnipro you wish that the coronavirus will go off so that you return to kiev but in an ideal world what is your goal let's say five years from now is did you find what you love which is to be a concept artist and you wish for something specific in five years or is this a stepping stone towards something bigger or different? And can you speak about your future goals? Yeah, I can. Uh, thank you for asking, actually. Uh, well, um, my ultimate goal is to make my own video game studio. I'm like really hyped about it. I don't know if I can ever make it, but I just have this idea in my head constantly. Um, that would be extremely cool. Uh, I don't know if um, I will be still in Ukraine in five years, actually. But 
I don't know, wherever I end up. Um, I'd like to open a video game studio there. Even a, a really, really small and indie one. That's just, it would be still very cool. Yes. Well, now I'm feeling you'll be part of the brain drain in Ukraine. And I believe, honestly, that's not a good thing because the country deserves every smart, interesting person to have the opportunities there to create a better future. So I will ask you, why not live in Ukraine? Like, what is missing that you wish was different or should be changed to make it more attractive for the Ukrainian new generation to stay in their country, just in your own experience? Uh, wait, wait, wait. I think I might, I might like say something wrong because I didn't really say that I want to leave Ukraine, but I just, I just don't know where I will be in five years. That's that, that was the point. I just, I didn't mean to say that Ukraine like is the, the bad country for games or concept artists or anything. Uh, I'm I'm sorry for the misunderstanding, but um, like even even right now, uh, well, hmm, I think the art market and the IT market is developing like at a rapid speed. So, uh, in like a couple of years, it should be a, a, a big part of the economy and stuff. So, um, but. <laughs> Um, hmm. what is it to make it? Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't really come up with an idea of what to like improve in Ukraine right now. No, it's absolutely fantastic. I'm feeling and tell me if this is correct, that you are someone who is spontaneous and you like to live in the moment and go with the flow rather than one of the people who has like a 20 year gold uh, goal and then a 10-year plan and a three-year plan and you're doing it step by step is this correct yeah exactly this is me so what is your uh, myers-briggs personality because you mentioned that you're extroverted so what are the other three letters oh yeah it's e-s-f-p which one is that is that the advocate or something like uh, that? i think that's the entertainer yeah it should be the entertainer Really? So yeah. tell me more about that, because from our conversation now, it explains so much, especially <laughs> that you're outgoing and things uh -huh. like that. And I didn't expect it. So tell more. How does that entertainer personality reflect in your life even now? And how are you an entertainer? Like, who is Lolita, that person with the personality of entertainer? Can you explain in your day? Or in your experiences, how did that manifest? Oof. Um, hmm. I I don't really know that much about uh, MBTI and the whole theory thing, but um, like in everyday life, I don't know. Um, you know, speaking like stereotypically, I just like to think that I'm the center of att attention everywhere I go, and. I just kind of act like it. <laughs> Even if people don't like it, I just, yeah, you know, I don't care. <laughs> I'll just... So you yeah. are polarizing. You have people who love you very much and you have haters, correct? Yeah, probably. I, I don't think I have haters. People just love me. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> 
Well, you mentioned that you don't use audio in video games because there are there is negativity in that community, which basically says that you probably do things and say things that get people triggered, and then it's fun for you, and it's not it's for them too fun to be in arguments and things. At least that's what I'm imagining right now. Uh, well, when it comes to video games. Uh, it also depends on the community. That's why I love Apex Legends because you you just don't really meet toxic people there. But there are video game communities that that are very angry and very toxic for no reason at all. You don't have to trigger them. Actually, like I had a lot of experience um, uh, with uh, online games that like and players there would just bash you for probably like having uh, not enough experience in playing a certain character or something. And it's not really your fault. You're just trying to learn. But there are a lot of people that just want to like kind of be really toxic. So. I understand. So if I characterize you, are you more of a positive person who has positive emotions and optimism and is open about the future and about the things to be grateful for now? and later or is that you're normal but compared to you those people are way 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 worse so they are toxic uh uh i i'd say i'm more of an optimistic person i try to like be really cheerful for my friends also yeah i i think me and my friends have like this kind of relationship where when we're like really supportive everything in in everything we do like you want to cook a breakfast yes go go and do this like i don't know in 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 really simple things so i just kind of try to be that with everyone not only my friends i understand so you are a source of encouragement on positivity for others and your friends the ones that you keep are not toxic but they're also sources of productivity and of encouragement and of success and of elevation for you, correct? Yeah, exactly. That's great. And to finish this, can you share two things? Three, actually. How can companies benefit from your work? The second is people who want to become concept artists. What advice can you give them? And the well, these two. And then the third, I will ask later, which are your links and the way to communicate with you. So it's companies, how can they benefit from your work? And people who want to become concept artists, what recommendations and advice do you give? Uh, so how can companies benefit from from my work directly? Or um, Yeah, concept you... artists work in general and, you know, your perspective on it, of course. Uh, okay, I see. Well, um... I think that's um, yeah. If I if I was a full time illustrator, I think I'd I it would be easier to answer that question. But well, um, you don't you don't really see concept art being like um, I don't know being out there or being sold like anywhere except for art books. Probably. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I'm just speaking from my own experience, which is. Um, yeah, um, but uh, well, concept art is the is a really important point in production of 
any media, I think. So um, I can't really say companies uh, like in my experience, companies benefited directly from like the work I submitted, like they paid for, but I just know that my work would be used later in the production. So I kind of have a lot of responsibility to do good. Um, because like concept is basically the base, uh, a, a backbone for most of the stuff that you see on the screen. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I think art books are the only, um, okay, not, not the only, sorry, but one of the most popular ways to, uh, showcase concept art and benefit from it. Uh, Advice uh, to upcoming concept yeah. artists. Yes, yes, thank you, because I forgot the question. Um, advice for the concept artist? Well, um, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, just go for it. Like, be persistent. Uh, try to, well, try to find your inspiration. Try to improve. Not like I don't know, force yourself to improve, like just kind of try to find what you enjoy to, to do, like in, in a concept area, right? Uh, and if you kind of go with it, you will you will improve like naturally. And there are, are always people out there who want to see your work, who want to actually offer you jobs like for concept stuff. Um, so don't be shy to put your works out there on social media. Social medias are actually very important. And uh, I think the opinion might vary here, but I think Twitter and um, yeah, Twitter and Instagram are like major social medias for artists. But some people I know, they also say that um, put your work on Instagram and Tumblr or on Twitter and Tumblr and blah, blah, blah. Like there are a lot of social medias that uh, that, that you can use to showcase your work and like the, the employer will find you. It's true. It's like 50% hard work and 50% good luck of putting it on social media and the right person seeing it i wanted to end now but i'm curious really you said you were part in one of the best educational programs for art and illustration and everything in kiev can you speak a bit about that maybe someone didn't know about it then they would like to join like what is it where is it located and what is your opinion on the learning that you had there uh Okay, so the place is called uh, Projector. They have a website which is, well, has like the same link, like projector.com. And they offer a variety of courses from like production to like production and management to like concept art to web design also. Like they offer, like they, they teach everything connected to IT and art. Not everything, but yeah, you get what I mean. Like, mm, but mm, projector—it's not a, a like national university or anything. It's actually a commercial thing, so I can't really say where they are because um, when when we were graduating uh, after a year, 
they actually moved to another building, which I don't know what is it, and I don't know the address, but I'm I'm sure the information uh, is on the website, and you can just look it up there. Thank you so much. Can you finish by sharing your own links where people can find you and see more of your art and know more about you? Oh, share links. Yeah, uh, should I type them in the chat or...? Say them here and I will put your uh, links in the description as well, just in case someone is like running and listening or in the car. So two times, can you just say where they can find you, your favorite places to be uh, discovered and found? Uh, okay, yeah, so I have a Twitter account uh, with a username, what is it? Oh yeah, it's like 0314E. <laughs> It's kind of, yeah, uh, really a made, made up set of numbers and letters. Um, but I also have an art station uh, with a address. Uh, it should be artstation.com slash Velzevold with W's, like W-E-L-Z, yeah, whatever. And uh, another, yeah, I think those are just my two main platforms. I post everything there. Thank you, Lolita. This was enchanting, interesting, and enjoyable. And I wish you a happy new year. And it's a pleasure to have you here today. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. It was really nice.